Kid, Silly Antithesis Radio Theater, and me and Dino, Dino and I, welcome you. Hello, it's been a little bit, but welcome back to Silly Antithesis Radio Theater. And we got a good show today. Today is 2-22-22. And that is a whole bunch of sixes. Two, that's a lot of numbers. Sixes are magical numbers. That's right. So, it's amazing, 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 amazing. We got a lot to talk about today, don't we? We're going to read some stories, and we're going to dance. We're going to dance like we never danced before. Because I'm silly Auntie Sissy, and I want to dance with you. I want to say thank you to all my people that have been listening, and we that made me in the top 20. Yay! Yay, yay, yay. And Gatsby says yay, and Dino says yay. Yay, silly Auntie Sissy! It's true, we're much appreciated. We're much appreciated, so we want to give a shout-out to all the good people in all the world for listening to us, and especially in the Middle East. Um, we know you're there for us. So yay, yay, yay. What more can I say? Thank you guys for being my friend. I want to say... Well, I just want to say I love you all. So I'm a little bit teary and I'm a little bit sad, but I'm here for you. I am, I am, I am, said Sam, I am. What more can we say? Thank you, everybody, for being our friends. We need friends. Who doesn't need a friend? Everybody needs a friend. You need a friend and I need a friend. We all do. So thank you. What's going on in the world today? Everybody wants to be. And so I just want to thank, say thank you to Omen. Oman. It's a country in the Middle East. If you're listening today. I want to say yay, yay. All through the holidays. I hope you guys had a great holiday season. So yay, yay, yay. From Silly Auntie Sissy. You made my day in the new year. So I took a little break, but I'm back. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, Jack. <sighs> and now we shall read some stories. We have two new stories Dino wants to hear. We have one called Divorce is a Grown-Up Problem. And 
just in case anyone is going through a divorce. This was written in the 1970s. Illustrated by Nancy Gray and by Janet Senberg. Daddy doesn't live here anymore. He used to live in our house with Mommy and me. Now he lives in an apartment all by himself. Mommy and I live here all by ourselves. Mommy and Daddy got a divorce. I don't even know what divorce means. They spend a lot of time trying to explain it to me because I just don't understand. Mommy said a long time ago she and Daddy loved each other very much and they decided to get married. But after they lived together for a long time, each one of them had changed. They changed so much that they weren't happy together anymore. Daddy said he and Mommy were unhappy living together. They got mad at each other all the time. Sometimes they yelled at each other, and that was scary for me. Sometimes they wouldn't even talk to each other. That was even scarier. Mommy told me a divorce happens when a Mommy and Daddy can't ever be a happy li living together. It's a grown-up problem, and it's not your fault. Sometimes they get mad and yell at each other. Sometimes they're so mad they won't even talk to each other. Sometimes they cry. This makes everyone in the family very sad. When a mommy and daddy are so unhappy living together, they get a divorce. This means they won't live together anymore. I wish my parents hadn't gotten divorced. I wish they would just be happy again and we could live all together. Mommy said this can't be. Daddy said they had tried and tried, but they just couldn't, so they decided to get a divorce. This is how I feel about it. Sometimes I feel really scared. I worry about who's going to keep me safe. Sometimes I feel so mad that I scream and cry. Daddy says it's better to hit a pillow than it is to hit him. Sometimes I feel sad and cry. I say I want to be alone, but I really need people to help me. Sometimes I think the divorce is my fault. I'm afraid the reason Mommy and Daddy were unhappy is because I was bad. This isn't so, Mommy said. She and Daddy were unhappy. The divorce wasn't my fault. Daddy said the divorce is his and Mommy's problem. It wasn't my fault, and I can't make them happy with each other. Sometimes I think I can make Mommy and Daddy get back together and be happy again if only I could be good enough. Sometimes I think our family is different because my Mommy doesn't live with my Mommy and me. Mommy said lots of other kids' parents are divorced, too. Sometimes I pretend it never happened, but my parents are always divorced, and I think that's the way it will always be. Sometimes I feel I have to be big and act more grown up, but I don't feel so big. I'm still just a little kid. Sometimes when I'm with mommy, I want my daddy, and you see, I love my daddy, too. Sometimes when I'm with my daddy, I want my mommy. That's because I love my mommy, too. A divorce is really a confusing thing. Mommy and I still live in our house. It's different now that Daddy doesn't live there. But it's still our house. Mommy and I do lots of things together. Mommy will always be my mommy. She loves me and I love her. Now that Daddy lives in his apartment, I can go and stay with him there. I have my own bed and sometimes I sleep there. I have toys to play with and books for Daddy to read to me. He takes care of me. When I'm with him... Daddy will always be my daddy. He loves me and I love him. Mommy and Daddy seem happier now that they don't live together. They don't always get mad at each other. I can be happy with 
with each of them, even though they live in separate places. Whenever I feel sad or angry about the divorce, I talk with Mommy or Daddy. It helps when I talk about it instead of just feeling it. Mommy and Daddy love me. Right, Catsby? Right, Dino? Yes. Mommy and Daddy love me and help me whenever they can. I know that I love Daddy and he loves me. I guess Daddy is a grown-up problem. Daddy says divorce is a grown-up problem. The way my mommy says it is. It still makes a kid like me wonder about a lot of things. I know that I love my mommy and she loves me. I know that I love my daddy and he loves me. And that's the story, Morning Glory. Well, that's true. Dinah, do you have anything to say? I do, silly Auntie Sissy. I love you. Well, I love you, Dino. But my mommy and daddy are divorced. Oh, Dino, thanks for sharing. That's so important. Yeah, they don't live together anymore. But I see them all the time. I go back and forth, back and forth. Well, Dino, so did I. You did, silly Auntie Sissy? I did. It's amazing. Well, it's true. I never got to live with either one together, just like you. Well, you're my friend, silly Auntie Sissy. I'm glad I can talk to you. Well, I'm glad you can talk to me, Dino. Remember, you can always share whatever you want. Because I love you. And I love you. Mwah. Thanks, Dino. And it doesn't really hurt, you know. Sometimes it's sad when I go back and forth. Because like the book says, I miss my mommy. And then sometimes I miss my daddy. But I get to call him on the phone. That's right. You'll always be there for each other. No matter if you can see him or not. That's true. Thanks, silly Auntie Sissy. Thanks for being my friend today. You're welcome, Dino. Another kiss. Mwah. Well, Dino, it's true. A lot of people have divorces. A lot of kids don't live with both parents. Some live with their grandma. Some live with their dad. Some live with their aunties or their uncles. Some live with their grandpas. Um, and speaking of grandpas, remember a long time ago, I read all the boxcar children books. Now, I have more to read. Can you imagine? I found some books. So we're going to read another boxcar children. The boxcar children, Mike's Mystery. So we'll start it out today on this magical day of twos. Two, two, twos. But it all adds up to two plus two is four. That's six. Two plus four is six. And and that's a three. Threes are a joyous number. You just have to find joy. 
Chapter 1 Yellow Sands The four olden children could hardly wait to get back to Mystery Ranch. Henry and Jesse and Violet and Benny had planned for weeks what they would do. We'll go on that dear old train, said Violet. Remember Mr. Carter who helped us carry our bags, Jesse? I'll carry the bags. Mr. Carter won't be on the train this time. Maybe I'll carry some of the bags, old boy, said Henry. But, you know, we won't get off at Centerville. Jessie looked at, nodded at her older brother. Yes, we will get off at Yellow Sands now. I think that is beautiful name. Our uranium fields look just like Yellow Sand. Grandfather said, Sam will meet you. Maybe Sam will carry the bags. The children laughed, fighting over old bags, said Benny. Too bad watch us to ride in the baggage car, said Henry. But they don't allow dogs anywhere else on the train. I'll ride in the baggage car too, said Benny. Then he won't mind. Mr. Alden laughed. He said, I'm afraid you can't do that, boy. But you can you can go and see him once in a while. Then he'll know you're nearby. At last the day came when they were off to Mystery Ranch, where Aunt Jane lived. Henry, Jesse, Violet, and Benny loved Aunt Jane, and they were to visit her for the whole summer vacation. Once she had been a very cross old woman, but now she is a very pleasant lady. When they got off the train at Yellow Sands, they all looked for the old black horse, but instead they saw Sam and Benny and Maggie with the station wagon. Sam took care of the ranch, and Maggie took care of Aunt Jane. Hello, Sam, cried Benny. Where's Snowball? Snowball's all right. I always thought that was a funny name for a black horse, said Sam, smiling. I named him, said Benny. I thought it was a funny name, too. Where is he? Anyway, he's he's taking it easy these days, said Maggie. He stays out in the field all the time eating grass. The car goes faster that way. You mean you can drive it, Maggie, said Jessie. Yes, Sam says I drive all right, said Maggie, smiling. Let's go, said Sam. Now that Watch is out of the baggage car, we're all ready. Everyone carried a bag. In no time, they were going through the new gate to Aunt Jane's house. At the top of the gate were big letters saying, Mystery Island, Mystery Ranch. How glad Aunt Jane was to see them. Watch did not care much for Aunt Jane's new dog, Lady. But when lunch was ready, Watch lay down at Jessie's foot and Lady lay down at Aunt Jane's foot. So all was well. Oh, this place has changed in just one year, said Aunt Jane. You would never know it. There is one long street down the middle of my old hayfield. Is it a real street, said Benny? Oh, my, yes. There's lots of stores and a church and a school and a high school. I can't imagine, said Benny. We shall have to go and see it soon. Go any time you like, said Aunt Jane. I know you're just dying to see that street. We want to see you too, Aunt Jane, said Violet. Well, you've seen me now, said Aunt Jane. Lunch is over, so you go along and enjoy yourselves. Be back for supper, said Maggie. We are going to have a fine supper. Oh, we will get along before supper, said Jessie. We just want to see what the old ranch looks like. We do. Chapter 2 Shall we read one more? What do you say? Yes, yes! I want to read one more. All right. 
For Dinah, we'll read one more. An old friend. The ranch belonged to the four Alden children, so of course they wanted to see how it had changed since last summer when uranium had been found. Benny said, I suppose Grandfather had to get hundreds of miners to work in the uranium mine, and the miners have lots of children, and they must have clothes and something to eat in a school and a church, so that's how the town grew. Right, said Henry with a smile. You have it all worked out. The four children went out the back door. Yes, watch, you can come, said Henry to the dog. Can Lady come too, Aunt Jane? No, said Aunt Jane. Lady has always stays with me. Watch was delighted to go with the four children, so he barked and barked. He ran along barking. On they went, past the hen houses. They were all mended and painted. They went through a field to the street. It was the very strangest to see a city street in the middle of the old field. That's a five and ten, said Benny, and a big supermarket. We won't need to hoe any vegetables if we don't have to, if we don't want to. What a beautiful dress shop, said Jessie. Then she almost bumped into a boy about Benny's age. He was walking with his hands in his pockets, and he was whistling. When he saw the children, he stopped and stared. Then he said, Hi, Ben, don't you know me? Benny took one look. Mike, Mike Wood, he yelled. It's Mike, Henry. Remember he came to the picnic on Surprise Island? Well, I never forget that, said Henry. It's Mike, sure enough. You come over. You came to our picnic and your dog had a race with Watch. Yep, said Mike. That was my dog, Spotty. He's out with my brother, Pat, now. I remember how he beat your dog in the race. Oh, no, cried Ben. He never did. Watch was the one that beat Spotty. Don't you remember? No, I don't, said Mike. I know Spot beat Watch. He didn't either, shouted Benny. Spot was a stranger. He didn't even know which way to run. Stop, you boys, cried Henry. Don't fight the minute you meet. Well, Mike started it, shouted Benny. I did not. You started it, shouted Mike. Boys, stop this minute, said Henry. Aren't you friends? We're friends, said Benny, unless Mike tells lies about Watch. Watch won that race, and I won't give in for anybody. Well, said Mike, maybe he did, but it wasn't a fair race, because Spotty didn't even know the way. Okay, said Benny, that's all I care, if you say Spotty didn't beat. Well, maybe he didn't beat, said Mike, but how could he beat when he didn't know which way to run? Well, he couldn't, that's what I said, said Benny. He couldn't and he didn't, I never said it was a fair race. Mike, said Jesse pleasantly, how did you happen to come out here? You're so far from where you saw you. we saw you last. I know, said Mike, but we like it here. My Uncle Bob invited us to live here when my father died. Uncle Bob said he could give Pat a job. Remember Pat, my big brother? Oh, yes, said Henry. He was the one who always got drowned at the picnic. Well, Pat works in the mine for my Uncle Bob. Not in the mine, but outside. I do all sorts of work for the mine, too. We all work. Mother washes the, the miner's clothes. Where's your house, said Benny? Asked Benny. Over there, said Mike, pointing. That pink one. The houses are all alike, only different colors. Each house has a yard around it, but the grass is dry and brown. My house has an electric stove and a washing machine. It's different from our old house back home. Come and see my mother. All right, said Henry. We'd like to. Pat isn't home, but my mother is, said Mike. 
So she's making a pie maybe and we would have some to eat. They all reached the door of the pink house. Ma, look who's here, said Mike. Mrs. Wood was indeed making pies. She was making the third pie out of the oven. She was taking the third pie out. When she looked up and saw Benny, she laughed out loud. Hello, Benny Alden, she cried. You have never seen the rest of us, said Jessie, laughing, but you've seen plenty of Benny when he went to school with Mike back in the east. I heard lots about you, said Mrs. Wood. Benny's a great talker. He's a fine boy. It does make Mike good to play with him. It does Benny good to play with me, said Mike loudly. I, yes, I think it does, agreed Henry. Mike looked up in surprise. He did not know what to say. He thought Henry would not agree with him. Mom makes pies for the neighbors, he said. And you are surely neighbors, said Mrs. Wood at once. So take your choice. I have cherry, apple, and blueberry pie. All hot. She began cutting the three pies. The smell was delicious, and the pie crusts were brown and flaky. I didn't really have much lunch, said Benny. Pull up your chair around the table, said Mrs. Wood, and Mike, you get a, a bit of cheese out of the refrigerator. Where's Pat, said Mike, getting the cheese. Well, gone to the bank. It's a payday. He puts Uncle Bob's money in the bank every week. You go get him, Mike, and tell him to come home and see the the company. Mike ran out off down the street. Mrs. Wood watched him with a smile. He's not a bad boy, is Mike. He's just a big talker. We know that, said Jesse, smiling too. He'd do anything for his friends and his mother. He helps the men at the mine a lot even if he fights too they joke with him and argue with him but they like him henry said this is the best apple pie i've ever ate i agree said jesse the cherry must be even better than the apple violet laughed softly i was going to say the same thing about this blueberry i'm glad said mrs wood very quietly i love to make pies the best of anything i wish i had time haven't you time, said Jessie, puzzling. No, dear, said Mrs. Wood. Oh, her voice sounded sad. I wash all day to earn money to help keep us. I'm lucky to have a washing machine. Here's Pat now. When Pat came in, he said at once, Hello, Ben. You used to come down to our house and play with Mike. This is Jessie, said his mother. This is Violet, and this is Henry. Oh, I know them, said Pat. They saved my life on that picnic. Our cousin Joe did that, said Henry. He's a fine swimmer. Then Mike said, When I met Pat, he was just coming out of the bank. Seems too funny to have a bank here, said Jesse. The whole place used to be great fields of long grass. Well, we have almost everything, said Pat. We have a newspaper every day. The newspaper office is right by the bank. Oh, yes, cried Benny. I saw the paper up at Aunt Jane's, the Daily News. It has a big picture of the uranium mine building on the front page. Yes, the mine is almost always on the front page, said Mike. Here it is. We saved this one because Pat was in the picture. See right here? That's Pat standing by the short man. Gosh, that's funny. I've seen that man someplace. He didn't live here. He don't live here. Doesn't, said Pat. Well, doesn't then, said Mike. You say don't to me often enough. That's very different, Mike, said Pat. 
Well, it don't sound any different to me, said Mike. Jesse laughed. Mike makes me think of Benny sometimes. They both love to argue. I'm not arguing, said Mike. I'm thinking. That short man in the picture don't doesn't live around here. He's a stranger, but I know I've seen him before. Mike looked at the picture. I don't remember him at all, he said to his younger brother. I don't even know when they took the picture. Mike was very quiet for a while. He kept looking at the picture. We must go, said Jesse. We want to go into every store on the street and see all the sights. I'll go with you, said Mike. I can show you everything. I've been here two months. It was true. Mike did know everything. He showed them the door of the supermarket, which opened all by itself. He showed them a garage where new cars were for sale. Jesse brought a five big straw hats in one store. The sun was very hot, so they all put on the hats. Everyone in the stores seemed to know who the children were. Aunt Jane had put their pictures in the, p the paper many times since they owned the ranch where uranium had been found. At last, Jessie said, Come on, let's go home, Maggie said. She had a fine supper. Thank you, Mike, for showing us, said Violet. See you tomorrow, Mike, said Benny. Yep, said Mike. He went off whistling. He didn't know that tomorrow would be so exciting. Chapter 3, Fire. All right, and we'll read tomorrow. What do you guys think? Welcome back to Silly Auntie Sissy Radio Theater. We got many adventures. When you can't go on an adventure, read Silly Auntie Sissy, the, and we'll take you on the adventure. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And Dino says good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, Dino. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'm here for you guys, and I always will be. So. That was Dino saying good night and have a good day or good morning or good night, wherever it is, even if you're just waking up from a nap. Remember, Silly Auntie Sissy has plenty of adventures and we get a whole new season of adventures. So thanks for listening. And remember, if you want to see a good movie, there's plenty for kids to see. But if you want to read a good book, there's plenty of books too. And that's my advice to parents. Read, read, read. Read a story. And take care of yourself. Because the words isn't a joke. But I will say this indeed. Um, Clifford the Big Red Dog is a good kid movie. There's a new Charlie Brown story. You can watch that. And... And sometimes you just need you time. So be a parent and have some you time. Take care of yourself. Get some nice clothes. Eat some good food. And do what you have to. And thanks for the adventures. I enjoyed spending time with you today. Bye.